Okay, uh, it's a problem with Zoom today, so I'm just going to do audio. We're on Daf Ayin Dalad Amid Aleph, we're on the second line is Tashima. Yesterday's Daf, we had a question of whether someone who's an oral, who's uncircumcised, could eat Maishashani. So we went back and forth about it. And it's ton of Shire, and we never really concluded. So Tashima, let's bring a proof. Again, whether someone is allowed to eat Maishashani, which is the Maishashani fruits as Binushalayim, can you eat it if you're uncircumcised? So the Brisa says, Let's say you had a brismila, but it was not done properly. So there's still part of the skin that makes you an aural. So you're basically an aural. You can't eat truma, because an aural can't eat truma. Pesach, can't eat carbonos. And you're not allowed to eat maiser. Oh, so it's clear from this brisa that an oral cannot eat maiser. My love, maiser dogon is not referring to maiser sheni. And you see that an oral cannot eat maiser sheni, a very clear proof. So the Gemara says, no. There are other types of maiser. So when it says an oral is not eating maiser, it's not referring to maiser sheni, rather maiser behema. It's referring to maiser behema. Maiser behema was that 10% of your animals had to be a carbon. So maiser behema is a carbon. So really, an oral is a lot of maiser sheni. And the Brisa outlaws Meiser for an oral, it's referring to Meiser Behema, which is a carbon. So the Gemara says, Meiser Behema, Hainu Kodshim. The list of what an oral cannot eat in the Brisa is Truma, Pesach, Kodshim, and Meiser. If you're telling me Meiser is a carbon, isn't that just Kodshim? So it's repeating itself. So the Gemara says, And according to you, forget about this question. Forget about what Meiser. Doesn't the Brisa also say Pesach and Kodshim? Isn't Carbon Pesach, a carbon is in Kodshim Karbonos. So the price already repeats itself. So why can't it repeat itself a second time? It already says Pesach and Kodshim. So if it could repeat itself there, why can't it repeat itself when it says Meiser, referring to Meiser Behem, which is also a carbon? So the Gemara says, no, Pesach and Kodshim is not a repetition. Why? Each one is necessary. Pesach and Kodshim is not a repetition. Why? It needs to list both. Itana Pesach, if it just said that an oral cannot eat the carbon Pesach, I would say Mishim Darelis Pesach Siva. The source that an oral cannot eat carbonos is actually found in the Parsha of carbon Pesach. So I understand why it says Pesach. But I would say Avokachim Imaloi. But I could think that maybe is allowed to eat other carbonos because the, when the Torah outlaws an oral from eating a carbon, it's actually in the Parsha of carbon Pesach. So I, I, it's a Chiddush to say that it's not just carbon Pesach and it's other carbonos as well. Therefore, it teaches Pesach and Kachim. Vitan and Kachim, and if all it said with Kachim, I would say my Kachim Pesach. I would say that when it says Kachim in the Braisa, it's only referring to carbon Pesach. Al Maisa Behema Lamali. Meaning, Pesach and Kachim is not a repetition because the, when the Torah outlaws an oral from eating carbonos, it's in the parish of carbon Pesach. So you need carbon Pesach and Kachim to say that it's not, not just by carbon Pesach, it's by other carbonos as well. But it's definitely not necessary if Meiser in this Brisa is referring to Meiser Behema, that's completely unnecessary. So the Gemara says, no. It's not Maiser Sheini, and it's not Maiser Behema. It's the other Maiser, which is Maiser Rishon, the Maiser that's given to a Levi. And why could an oral not eat it? Isn't Maiser Rishon, according to many Tanoim, not holy? And it's not considered like Truma or Kachim, so why can't an oral not eat? The answer is the follows of Meir, Domer Maiser Rishon, Asalazar. Meir's opinion is the Maiser Rishon is not allowed to be consumed by non Levian. So therefore, according to Rameir, you see there is holiness to Maiser Rishon, and therefore, according to him, Maiser Rishon cannot be consumed by an oral either. Okay.
So Tashima, another proof. Again, we're trying to figure out whether an oral can eat midifti. The Brysa says, oral It's a cryptic Brysa. The Brysa just says that an oral, someone who's uncircumcised, cannot eat two different types of Meiser. Now it doesn't say which one. So isn't Meiser Shani one of those two? My love, Echa Meiser Dog and Becha Meiser Behema. Is it not referring to Meiser Behema, which is a carbon, and Meiser Shani? So you see, an oral cannot eat Meiser Shani. So the Gemara rejects it. No. The answer is no. When the Brysa says that an oral is not allowed to eat two Meisers, it's referring to Meiser Behema, which is a carbon. And Meiser Rishon, following Rameyer's view, that Meiser Rishon has holiness. So according to Rameyer, Meiser Rishon cannot be consumed when you're an oral. But Meiser Shani, we still have no proof about. Okay. One, I believe, final attempt uh, at a proof. Tashima. Now this Brysa is referring to the differences between an oinin, uh, I'm sorry, between Meiser, Truma, and Para Aduma. The Bryce is basically listing things where a person is ushered to one, but muttered to the other two. Again, you're dealing with Meiser, Truma, and sprinkling of the Para Aduma. So the Bryce starts off by saying Onin. In Onin, again, is someone who lost someone before the burial. So he's Aser ben Meiser. He's not allowed to eat Meiser, but he's mutter in Truma and Para. He could sprinkle the Para Aduma waters, and he's mutter to eat Truma. Okay, that's Ainin. Tvul Yoim. Tvul Yoim is someone who was Tomei but went to the mikvah but has not had sunset yet. So he's after the mikvah before sunset. He's also Betruma. Umutur Bepar Bemaiser. He's not allowed to eat Truma, but he's allowed the other two. And the last one is Mechusr Kippur. Mechusr Kippur means he went to the mikvah, he had sunset, but he has to bring a carbon the next day to complete the Tahara process, like a Zav who saw three emissions. So he's Tomei, then he goes to the mikvah, then he has sunset, then he has a carbon the next day. It's called Mechusr Kippurim, which means he had sunset, but it's he has not yet brought the carbon. So he's Aser Bepara, he's not allowed to do the Para Aduma waters, but he's Mutter Betruma Bemaiser. He's allowed to eat Truma and he's allowed to eat Maiser. Okay. Now, what does this have to do with an oral? Now, in oral, we're assuming, right, when oral cannot eat Truma, and we're assuming an oral can sprinkle the Para Aduma waters. Now, if an oral could also eat Maiser, so then this is would be a perfect example of something which is Aser for one, Mutter for the other two. Also for Truma, Mutter for Para, and for Meiser. So this would be a perfect addition to the list. So why is it not there? It must be in Oral is Usser for Meiser as well. Therefore, it doesn't work in this list. This list is out of the three things, Usser for one, Mutter for two. In Oral is Usser for Truma. And again, we're assuming Mutter for Para Aduma. Our discussion is whether it's Mutter or Usser for Meiser. Now, if it's Mutter, it's a perfect candidate for this list. The fact that it's not in this list indicates that it is actually Usser for Meiser. The Gemara of Emisa, and if, a, if an oral is Ladi Meiser Sheni, then Nisni oral, then it should per, it should be added to the list. It should say oral is also betruma. In oral is not allowed to eat truma. Mutter bepara bemaiser, but he's allowed to have maiser and he's allowed to do the paraduma. So the fact that it's not on the list tells you that it's also for maiser as well. The Gemara rejects this proof and says no. Really, an oral is allowed to eat maiser. So why is it on this list? It's also for truma and mutter for maiser and para. The answer is, it's not mutter for para. According to Rav Akiva, Rav Akiva, as we had I think two daffim ago, Rav Akiva always equates oral to tummy. So according to Rav Akiva, not only is an oral usher for truma, he's not allowed to do the paraduma waters either. So even if an oral could eat Meiser Shani, it still wouldn't make this list. Why? This is a list where out of three, usher for one, mutter for two. But according to Rav Akiva, it's usher for truma and for para. So even if it's mutter for Meiser, it wouldn't make the list anyway. So this Brysa, which says that which does not list oral, 
regarding Meiser is because, not because an oral is also for Meiser, motor for Meiser, it's nothing to do with Meiser. It's an oral is also for Paraduma waters. So it's already out of the list. The Gemara says, Hi, Tana de Be Rav Akiva, he demarabile laurel ketame. The Tanya Rav Akiva, I'm a ish ish equates an oral to someone who's Tommy. So according to Rav Akiva, you're not allowed to do the Paraduma waters anyway. So therefore, because you can't do the Paraduma waters, it doesn't make the list anyway. Now, this next line of the Gemara, many, uh, the Gra takes out because it doesn't really work. So, Tana, now who is the author? We'll, we'll go with the Gra's version. Tana de Rav Yosef Habavlihi. Now, we said in this Brisa, which we now say is authored by Rav Akiva, that someone who's Mechusr Kippurim, who has not yet brought his carbon yet, is not allowed to do para. But he's mutter and shuman meiser. The truth is that's actually a machlokas whether a mechuser kipurim can do the paraduma waters. Detanya sreifas onen a mechuser kipurim kishera. Burning the paraduma, burning the cow. The the brisa says a mechuser kipurim is allowed, which is not like what we just said. Rav Yosef Habavli Omer onen kishera mechuser kipurim psula, and Rav Yosef Habavli agrees with what Rav Akiva said that a mechuser kipurim is not allowed. So whether a mechuser kipurim is allowed for the paraduma services is actually a machlokes tanoi. Okay, so we started our discussion with whether a mice, whether an oral can eat meisasheni. We were going back and forth. Says the Gemara, this is the conclusion. Rav Yitzchak holds that um, Rav Yitzchak holds that an oral is oser and meiser. Dumb Rav Yitzchak. Rav Yitzchak says, "Menayin la'oral shas b'maiser." How do I know that an oral is not allowed to eat maiser sheni? Namar mimenu b'maiser. It says the word mimenu by maiser. Namar mimenu b'pesach, and it says the word mimenu by pesach. So it's exerish shava. Ma mimenu amar b'pesach aral aserboy. Af menu amar b'maiser aral aserboy. So it's exerish shava. It says mimenu by pesach. Says mimenu by maiser. Just like by pesach, an oral is is not allowed to eat the kram pesach. So to an oral is not allowed to eat maiser sheni. Okay, it's exerish shava. Now we had this a couple days ago. If you have a Gzair what if it what if it doesn't make sense? Meaning, what if there are questions that you could have? So, if both words that are used for the Gzair are extra, you can't ask Kashas. If they're not extra, so if neither is extra, you could ask Kashas. If one is extra, it's Machlekes. But if you want to avoid questions, according to everybody, each word has to be extra. So over here, the words that we're using is Mimenu. So, if both words are extra, then we're fine. If not, we have a little bit of a problem. So the Gemara says, Mufna, no. Both words are extra. Why? Deloy Mufna, because if it wasn't extra, I could ask the following question. Meaning, we're trying to equate, we're comparing Pesach to Meiser, that in Oral is also for both. Now, if not for the fact that the words are extra, I would ask on this, Oral and uh, Meiser and Pesach are not really equatable. Pesach is a carbon, which brings along with it all the stringencies that a carbon has. And therefore, it's something I would conceptually reject um, unless you have... Unless the, 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 unless the words are extra, it's a problem. So the Gemara says, no, both words are extra. Now, how do I know both words are extra? My Mufni. Again, the words are Mimenu by Pesach and by Meiser. So which ones are extra? Again, we're ideally looking for both words being extra. So the Gemara says, Amar Rav, Amar Rav Yitzchak, Pesach. And it says, let's let's analyze Pesach first. By the carbon Pesach, it says the word Mimenu three times. Chad Laguve. First of all, I want to tell you that um, it's regarding not eating it uh, partially boiled. You know, you can't eat the carbon Pesach partially roasted, partially boiled. Now, 
or par roasted in general, just not fully roasted. Um, the Pesach says by Mimenu to teach you that it's dafka by Pesach and not by Matzah and Mara. Matzah and Mara can be roasted, can be partially roasted. Um, like basically kind of raw. Okay, so that's the first Mimenu is just to teach you that halach. Second Mimenu is extra for the Gzir Shava. The Chad, and the final one is the Mandam Rabba, Kasalitin Lachaseach, Harlosasei, Eidich Siv, Noisik Siv Nami Mimenu. Mandam Ralitin Baikasheni Lusifasoi, Eidich Siv Ad Baikik Siv Nami Menu. Now, the last Mimenu is a Machlaik, is what it's used for. It's either used for to tell you that um, there's a mitzvah to burn leftover karbonos, meaning once it hits expiration, it becomes no sir. So there's a losase, but you could remedy that by burning it. So it's a mitzvah to burn it. So that's the mimenu teaching you. Or it's to tell you that you can't burn the no sir on yomtif. If it expires on yomtif, you have to wait for cholamayid. So either it's machlegas again, what that mimenu is used for, but those are the three mimenu. So one is extra. Perfect. Now, again, we're ideally looking for Mimenu's being extra on either side. Now, let's look at the Mimenu's by Meiser. It's lost in Menu except by Meiser. It says by Meiser Shani the word Mimenu three times. Chad Legufe. One is to tell you the main halacha, and that is um, that Meiser Shani is prohibited by an Onain as opposed to Meiser Rishon. So the first one is to tell you that Meiser Shani is not allowed to be eaten by an Onain. Number two, Lederavavo Amrav Yochanan. The second one is for the Revavo Amrav Yochanan's teaching, which is that you're not allowed to benefit from Tomei Maiser Sheni, but you're allowed to benefit from Tomei Truma. And the third one, meaning that you're that you're allowed to benefit from Tomei Truma. And the third one is Lurish Lakish, Furish Lakish. Tomei Shlakish, Amrav Samya, Menai Lamaiser Sheni, Shenitma, Shemuta Lasocho, Shemrav Lonasat Menelamais. Lamaisu de Lonasati, Halachai Dumi de Mason Sati. Ezu Dabish Shav Bahaim of Mason, Havamazusicha. The, the, the last Mimenu is to tell you that although you're not allowed to consume Tomei Maiseshani, you're allowed to uh, take Tomei Maiseshani oils and anoint it on your body. Even though generally anointing is like consuming, so you'd think you're not allowed to, but no, you are allowed to in this case. Why? Because the Pasuk says, I did not give, uh, I did not use Maiseshani for the dead. The implications is that I didn't use it for dead bodies, but I could use it for something that the dead would have used like the living, meaning some benefit that the dead and the living have, which are equal, I would be allowed to use it for, which is anointing, because dead people can't drink, but they can anoint. You can anoint a dead body. So the, basically the Pasuk is saying you could anoint um, even if it's Tameh. So basically you have three Mimenus. One is to tell you that you're not allowed to consume it as an Onain. Number two is that you're allowed to benefit from Tameh Truma. And number three is that you're allowed to anoint yourself with Tameh Maishasheni. Now the problem is neither is extra. Again, we're looking for, we have an extra one by Pesach, we're looking for an extra one by Maishar. So the Gemara says, Maskal Marazucha. Uh, now, before we get to the problem, just as an aside, we said that um, the, the source that you're allowed to use Maiser Shani that's Tame to anoint is because the Pasuk says that I did not use this Tame one for the needs of the dead. The implication is that I did not use Kintame Maiser Shani for the needs of the dead, for actual dead bodies, but I, I, I am allowed to use it for something that a dead body would conceptually use, which is anointing. Now the Gemara just says, maybe it's not talking about anointing, maybe it's talking about selling Maiser Shani for Tachrichim um, and Oren, for a casket and for and for Tachrichim, for shrouds. Meaning, maybe you're not referring to anointing at all, it means to say that you're, the followers, that I didn't buy with the Maiser Shani a casket or shroud. So how do you know that it's referring to actually using the Maiser Shani oils? So the Gemara says, 
The Pasuk says, I did not use it, which implies it itself, not the sale of it. Okay. Or Ravashi Omar, Linasati Dumi Deloy Ochla, Malalan Begufa, Afkan Begufa, he says, You don't have to come on to this. I know that it's not referring to selling my Sashani, that the Pasuk is objecting you to sell my Sashani. I mean, the Pasuk is objecting to something. We're saying that it's referring to using on dead bodies, but that implies that you could use it on something that a dead body would use for, which is anointing. How do you know that it's not just referring to selling it and using shrouds, the money for shrouds? The answer is, um, the Ravashi says, It says, uh, I did not use it. And in the same pasuk as I did not eat it, which implies it itself, not not the value of it. Okay, fine. Now we're saying that an oral is not allowed to consume meisasheni because it says mimenu by pesach. It says menu by meisasheni. Now by pesach there's extra, but meisasheni it's not extra. We're using all three, so it's only extra on one side. As I said a couple of days ago, if you want to have a gzereshava work perfectly without the ability to ask questions, you want both words to be extra. Over here, we only have one extra. Akati Over here, the gzereshava only one word is extra. And according to one some tanoim, if only one word is extra, you could still ask kashas. So you could still ask kashas, which is how do you compare carbon uh, to meisasheni? They're not equatable. So and and they're both not extra. They're only extra on the pesach side, not the meisas side. So the gemara answers. Is no, Meiser is also extra. I, we use all three, and the second one that we used for to say that you're allowed to burn Tame Truma, the answer is that source that you're allowed to burn Tame Truma is not learned out from Mimenu, it's learned from something else. So Mimenu is now the second Mimenu of Meiser is also extra. The Gemara says, The answer is that second Mimenu by Meiser that we thought was being used to allow you to burn Tame Truma to benefit from Tami Truma is not actually used for that. It's used for something else. What is it used for? The Gemara says it's used, it's it's not, I'm sorry, it, it's it's extra. I I thought we learned out, we were using it to say that you're not allowed to, that you're allowed to benefit from Tami Truma. The answer is the source that you're allowed to benefit from Tami Truma is learned from something else. What does it learn from? What does it mean? The Pasuk says that I guarded my Trumos. Plural. What does it mean? Trumos. Betray Trumos. It's referring to both types of Truma. Tuma Tahoira and Tuma Tameya. Both Tahar Truma and Tame Truma. The Pasuk is referring to Tame Truma also. And it says Lacha, which means it's for you. Which means you're allowed to benefit from it. Which means the Pasuk is basically saying you're allowed to benefit from Tame Truma. Okay. Rendering the second Mimenu extra. So Mimenu is extra on both sides. Okay. Okay, so we said that someone whose tame is not allowed to consume truma. Minola Minahani Mili, how do you know this? The Pasuk says that any man whose tame cannot eat again if he's a Kayan, cannot eat the Pasuk is was the Pasuk. The Now, Kodshim means Karbanas generally, but now we're going to say, the Gemara is going to interpret that Kodshim is really referring to Truma. Why? Because it says, I'll tell you how to see it inside, because it says, Ish Ish Mezera Aaron. It's referring to Kehanim. Now, Kehanim can eat Truma and they can eat Kodshim. The Pasuk says Kodesh, but we're actually interpreting to Truma. Why? Because the only type of food that every Kayan can consume is truma. Not every kayan can consume kachim, 
And therefore, the fact that the Pasuk says that every Kayan, ish, ish, that every Kayan, meaning both male and female alike, that's referring to truma, because females are not allowed to eat a lot of karbanas, most karbanas. Therefore, if the, pa- the fact that Pasuk says that a Tame Kayan, no matter what type of Kayan, should not eat Kaydish, it's obviously referring to something that all Kehanim are accessible to, and saying they're not allowed to do when they're Tame, and that's referring to truma, and it can't be karbanas. So though the Pasuk says Kaydish, it means truma. Shashava, go to the next page. What's an example of something that men and female, male and female Kehanim, can consume generally? That's referring to truma, and the Pasuk is saying that they're not allowed to do it when they're Tame. So you see that a Tame person is not allowed to eat truma. Now the Gemara says, although the Pasuk says Kaidish, it's not referring to Kaidish because we're looking for something that's universally um, accessible to all Kehanim, both male and female alike. The Gemara says there is one type of carbon which is accessible to male and female uh, Kehanim, and that's the, the thigh of the Shlomim. The thigh of the Shlomim, the breast and thigh of the Shlomim, is allowed to be eaten by females as well. So maybe the Pasuk is actually referring to Karbanas, and it's saying that if you're Tameh, you shouldn't eat the Karban, male and female. I, what's an example of a Karban that a female person would be allowed to eat generally? That's referring to the thigh of a Shlomim. So maybe it's referring to Shlomim. Eimachaz of a Shaykh, which is also accessible to all Kehanim. The answer is, it's not accessible to all Kehanim, because Eina Bechayzeres. Right? We've had this many times, that if a, a, a woman who's a Kayan marries Yisrael, and then is widowed or divorced, she goes back home, and she could eat Truma again. But she's not allowed to eat Shlomim. So therefore, there are uh, a category of Kehanim that are not allowed to eat the carbon Shlomim, and that's a woman who is widowed or divorced. And therefore, because she's not allowed to eat the Shlomim, therefore Shlomim is not universally to Kehanim. Again, the Pasuk is referring to something that all Kehanim have access to. And it's saying the analogy of one Yatame. So it's saying it must be Truma, because it can't be Karbanas. I, Shlom, is eaten by all Kehanim. The answer is no, it's not. It's not eaten by females who are widowed or divorced. And therefore, because that denomination is excluded, it's not obviously under the category, and therefore it goes back to being Truma. The Gemara says, I, Truma, Nami, Eina, B'chalala. Even Truma is not accessible to all Kehanim, because if you're a Chalal, you're outlawed, right? If you're someone whose father was lived with a woman he's not allowed to be with, then you're disqualified from kahuna. So disqualified kahanim can't eat truma. So truma is not accessible to everybody. The answer is, chalolam are not considered kahanim. Meaning within the category of kahanim, who are kosher, truma is accessible to everybody, as opposed to shlomim, which is inaccessible for women who are widowed or divorced, even though they're completely kosher. Therefore, when the Pasuk says that there's something that all Kehanim could eat, that they're not allowed to eat when they're Tameh, it's referring to Truma. Okay. Now, regarding Truma, we said that when can the Kehanim eat it? When they're Tameh. When they go to the Mikvah. Then, after nightfall. So they're allowed to eat it after nightfall. Now, even though there are times where they have to bring a carbon the next day, so they're called what's called Michusir Kippurim. So they had nightfall, meaning go to the mikvah until nightfall, you're called a Tful Yoim. Once it's nightfall, until you bring the carbon, you call them Michusir Kippurim. We're saying that Kehanim are allowed to eat Truma when they're Michusir Kippurim. Because they had nightfall, they went to the mikvah. So they haven't brought the carbon yet, that's fine. How do you know that? Because the Pasuk says, Ubo Hashemish Vitaher. Right? Once the sun sets, they're tahar. Meaning, once it's nightfall, they're tahar. The Gemara says this is the same kasha we had in Daf Bezam at Bezin Brachis. Umimai Dahai Shemesh. How do you know that they're allowed to eat after nightfall? carbon. Maybe they're only allowed to eat it. Uba Shemesh means sunrise vitahar and they bring a carbon. Meaning, how do you know that they're basically how do you know Kahanim are allowed to eat the carbon after nightfall? Maybe they have to wait until 
the uh, until they bring a carbon. So the answer is loisal kadai the campi. The tanbeir bishmal because tanbeir bishmal says that when the pasuk allows kehanim to eat, and again we're not sure if this means sun sunset or the next day. Part of the kehanim who are allowed to eat are kehanim who don't have to bring carbonos. So if kehanim don't have to bring carbonos and they're allowed at nightfall, so you see that you don't have to wait to bring your carbon. Again, kehanim have to wait for something. So it's either nightfall or the next day when they bring a carbon. How do you know? So some of the kehanim are allowed to eat are people who don't have to bring a carbon. Some people that are tummy don't have to bring a carbon. So you see that you know, it's not contingent on a carbon, it's contingent on nightfall. Some of the kehanim who the Pasuk is referring to is a, a, someone who's a Zav who saw two times. Now if you see two times your tummy and you have to go to the mikvah and you have to have sunset but you don't have to bring a carbon. So you see that kehanim, it's not contingent on the carbon. How do I know this? Domita tame nevesh, because it's similar to being tame for a mace. Ma tame nevesh la bar karparahu. So just like a tame mace does not have to bring a carbon. So they don't have to bring a carbon, meaning some of the kahan don't have to bring carbonus. If they don't have to bring carbonus, obviously carbonus are not essential. The Gemara says, no, that's not a good proof. That's not a good proof. All you see from this is that some of the Ghanim who don't have to bring a carbon are allowed after nightfall because they don't have to bring a carbon. But had they have to bring a carbon, maybe you have to wait. Meaning, maybe you have to wait to eat truma until you're com- completely done. So if you have to bring a carbon, you have to wait for after the carbon. If you don't have to bring a carbon, then you're in there after nightfall. The fact that Kehanim are allowed to eat after nightfall is not an indication of anything because they they don't have to bring a carbon. Maybe had they had to bring a carbon, then they, they, would, they would be allowed after nightfall. So, it's not a, a raya. Visu haditznan. The Mishnah says in the goyim tava v'ala achabemaiser. If you go to now, here's the general rule. There's three categories, right? There's going to the mikvah until nightfall. That's called tefillah. Then there's after nightfall until you bring a carbon. That's called mechusa kibur. And then there's after the carbon. So the Mishnah says in the goyim those three categories allow you for three different things. Meaning, you go to the mikvah. Before sunset, you're allowed to eat meiser, meiser sheni. Herev shemoshay after sunset, oichel b'chuma, you're allowed to eat chuma. Hevi kapara, and the next day when you bring a carbon, then you can bring eat carbonos. So tvul yoyim meiser, you're allowed to eat meiser as a tvul yoyim. You're allowed to eat chuma as a mechusik kipurim, and you're only allowed to eat carbonos when you're fully, fully done. Menolan, how do I know that these three categories apply to these three foods? So the Gemara says like this: Amar Rav, Amar Rav Chizda, Tlosa Kroiksibi. There are three psukim. The first pasuk says that uh, a soul that's tame shall not eat until he goes into the mikvah, which implies harachatz tar. That pasuk implies the second you go to the mikvah, you're good to go. You don't have to wait for nightfall. So one thing is allowed right after the mikvah. Ksiv, there's a second pasuk. There's a second pasuk that implies you have to wait for nightfall. So one pasuk says mikvah is enough. Second pasuk says nightfall is enough. The third pasuk, the third pasuk says you have to bring a carbon. So you have a pasuk that says mikvah is enough. You have a pasuk that says nightfall is enough. You have a pasuk that says you need a carbon. So how do you explain all these three contradictory concepts? The answer is mikvah is enough for meiser. Nightfall is enough for truma. You need a carbon for kachim. Okay. The Gemara says, Eipachana, maybe you should reverse it, meaning, maybe we should be more strict with Truma than Meiser, meaning something is allowed right after the Mikvah, and something's allowed after Nightfall. So we're saying, right after the Mikvah, that's Meiser. We're super lenient. Nightfall is Truma. Gemara says, maybe you should reverse it. You should reverse it, and you should have it that 
So right after nightfall, that right after the mikvah, you can eat truma, and after nightfall, you have to eat miser. So I have to reverse it. Meaning, we're going to be lenient with miser and struck with truma, maybe we should reverse it. Maybe we should be lenient with truma and struck with miser. The answer is, mistab truma adifa. It makes more sense that we should struck with truma, shekein machbaz. Truma has machbaz, which is, again, chayev uh, misa, if you eat it in a state of tuma, chaymish, uh, if you eat truma, uh, if a non kain eats truma, he has to pay back with a 20% surcharge. Pidyan, you cannot redeem truma. It's not you can't reverse truma. You can't like transfer the holiness onto cash. And zarim, it's not allowed for non kehanim. So that's the stringencies of mis of truma. Meiser is more leading. The Gemara says, "Wait a minute. Actually, Meiser actually has five. Other Meiser adifa shekein hadas tav. Meiser actually has five. Hadas tav is havas makom. You have to bring it to Yushalayim. Vido, you have to say vido. It's not allowed for for an oynin." Uh, you're not you're not allowed to benefit uh, from tame meiser sheni and beer. You have to dispose of it. So that's five. Five actually should be four. The answer is no. While you have quantity, you don't have quality. One of the four stringencies of truma is that if you eat in a state of if you eat it while you're tame, you're chayiv misa. Misa is more strict than anything meiser has. So therefore, we're going to be more strict with truma because. It's inherently more stringent than Meiser. Another answer, Rav Amar, Rav says, forget about the four and the five, forget about it. You're trying to say that the first Pasuk, which says you go to the mikvah and you're allowed right away, maybe it should be referring to Truma, you don't have to wait for nightfall. That Pasuk starts off with Nefesh. Nefesh implies what I'm about to ta- discuss applies to every soul, every Jew. Truma does not apply to every Jew. Truma is not edible for non-Kehanim. But you know what does apply to every Jew? Meiser. Meiser Shani is consumed in Yishalayim by everybody. So when the Pasuk says Nefesh, it's obviously referring to Meiser. The first Pasuk, which allows you to go to the Mikvah and they eat right away, is obviously referring to Meiser. It can't be referring to Truma. Okay? So you have a Pasuk that tells you that Meiser you eat right away after Mikvah. Truma, you wait for nightfall. And then, um, Carbonus, you have to wait for, to bring a carbon. So you see that Truma is allowed to be eaten at night even though you didn't bring a karma yet. The Gemara says, wait a minute, still not a good proof. How do you know the pus? All the Pusik says is that you're allowed to eat truma at nightfall. Maybe it's referring to a scenario where you don't have to bring a carbon. Meaning, again, maybe truma, you also have to wait till you're fully done. And when it says you're allowed to eat after nightfall, it's referring to the type of tumma that does not require a carbon. But had you needed a carbon, maybe you still have to wait. Now, so the Gemara basically is saying, how do I know that by truma, even if you need to bring a carbon, you can eat truma after nightfall? So Amr Abaya, Trey Kroik, Sivyaledis. This is the source. It says regarding a Yeledis, a woman who gave birth, that she has to bring a carbon. It says, Tupsukim. Sivan Muloisi Metahira. One Pasuk says that she's Tahar when her days are done, meaning even before she brings a carbon, Kivin Shamaliya Meha Tahara. One Pasuk just implies that she's Tahar right away, after nightfall. But then there's another Pasuk that says that she's tar after she brings the carbon. So one Pasuk implies that she's tar after nightfall, another Pasuk implies that she's tar after she brings the carbon. So how do you explain these two things? The answer is kan truma, kan The answer is, one is for truma, and one is for kachim. Meaning truma is tahar, is mutter at nightfall, even though she has to bring a carbon, she does not have to wait for the carbon for truma. And for kachim, she has to wait for the carbon. Oh, this is the source that for truma, your mutter after nightfall. Maybe you should reverse it. Maybe she should be allowed to eat kodshim at night and she'll have to wait for truma for the next day. The answer is, It makes more sense that we be shook with kodesh as we had yesterday, which is um, 
pigol noiser carbon meila kares and osloine and those are the stringencies of carbonus and truma does not have that six stringencies truma is not as strict ah the gemara says wait a minute truma has four machpaz we just had hanuch nefish and six beats four okay now the gemara actually says another uh, another answer again you have two psukim regarding um um a yeledes one pasuk is ad yemais imei tahara that the second she, her days of uh, of tuma are over she's now tahar and she's tahar at night, and the next pasuk says which means she's tahar at night even before the carbon's brought, but then the next pasuk says the chibar lakain v'tahera that she's tahar when she brings the carbon. So we said we're strict with kachim, we're lenient with truma. The gemara says maybe she reverse it. So we said no, kachim is more severe. The answer is, Rava says, it, it can't be, I'll tell you why. The Psukim imply that this year lettuce is Tame until her until her Tahara process is done. One Pasuk implies that the Tahara process is done at nightfall, and one Pasuk implies that it's done when she brings the karma. So you wanted to know, one is for truma, one is for kachim. Gemara says maybe we'll be lenient with kachim, and say that she could eat kachim at night. The problem is, the second pasuk says that she's still tamei, in a certain area until she brings the carbon. Now, it, regarding kachim, we're super strict that a person who's tamei cannot touch kachim. So if the pasuk implies that she's still tamei until she brings the carbon then it can't be that we're lenient to, for her to eat carbonos at night. It's not possible. It must be that when we're, when it says that she's mutter at night, that's referring to truma. And when it says that she's taller the next day after the carbon, that must be for kachim. Because it can't be that we would allow her to eat kachim at night when the Pusik still calls her quasi-tame. Basically, after night, you're still quasi-tame. You're still tame regarding something. So we said, either regarding truma or regarding kachim. It has to be for, 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 for uh, Truma's allowed at night and Kachim is the next day. Why? Because if she's still quasi Tame, there's no way we would allow her to eat Kachim when she's still quasi Tame. Kachim is the most severe thing when it comes to Tum and Tahara. So therefore, it must be that Truma's mutter at night and Kachim is mutter the next day. We'll end with this. We said that the first Pasuk is referring to Truma. Yeah, the first Pasuk. Which says again? I'll read you the pasuk. The pasuk says, "Shloishim yoyim shloishim yamim teisha bein meitara that she has to be tar for thirty-three days. B'chol kodesh loisiga she can't touch kachim. V'lamikdash loitavoi amloish meitara she's she's tame until her days of tahara are up, which implies by sunset she's good to go. We're saying that that's referring to truma. Here's the problem. So this pasuk is allowing her to eat truma when after sunset." Is this pasuk really referring to truma v'atanya? The pasuk in this parsha starts off with Dabral b'nei Yisrael, and we have a drasha. Eliel b'nei Yisrael. How do I know these halachas only apply to 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 Jews that are born Jewish? How do I know that the same halachas apply to giyiris? The pasuk says in this parsha it says the word isha, meaning to include a giyiris. Okay, so the Pasuk is including Giyaris. Now, if the Pasuk is also referring to Truma, right, the Pasuk is saying that she's Tameh for 33 days, and then afterwards, it says, that's Halacha number one, and then it says afterwards, she's Tahar after nightfall. And he's saying that's for Truma. But the Pasuk is also referring to a Giyaris. Giyaris can't eat Truma. 
How could a ever eat truma? She can't marry a kayan, and she can't be the daughter of a kayan. So if you tell me this pasuk is referring to truma, but the pasuk is also referring to a giyaris, it doesn't make sense. The Gemara ends with this. Amar Rav Avaloi, it doesn't make sense. Vaksiv, go to the next page. Bechol koydish leisiga, l'rabbis ha-truma. The pasuk says, um, that pasuk, it says, Bechol koydish leisiga, l'rabbis ha-truma. The Braisa says that it's referring to truma, although it's also referring to giyaris. So what's the answer? L'kram mili mili kachashiv. The answer is, the Pasuk is, has many halachas in it. One halacha is that she's tummy for 33 days. Another halacha is that she's tar after nightfall for truma. So for the giyaris part, it's only referring to the first part. Meaning, when the giyaris, when the Pasuk includes a giyaris, it's not referring to all the halachas in this Pasuk. There are many halachas in this Pasuk. One of them does not apply to giyaris. One does. So when the Pasuk includes a giyaris, it's not referring to the truma part. So the Pasuk is really referring to truma, but it's not referring to this, uh, the giyaris part is not referring to truma.